technically, <laughs> that $14 <laughs> bottle of wine is still kind of fucking up my year. <laughs> but, um, so they, they brought Kids over... Kids aren't getting anything for Christmas this year. <laughs> yeah. St. Patrick's Day weekend, boy. <laughs> Drink that burr. Do you I have any plans? St. Patrick's No, no, no. I don't hate it, but I just don't care about it. I don't care about it either, but and uh, I, I do care about it in the sense that I want to avoid most people. On yeah, yeah, no, Day. like it's like a, a part of your life for sure because it's like <laughs> a bad part of your life. Yeah, it's you do not want to unexpectedly catch yourself in the middle of like a St. Patrick's Day celebration. Uh, so I used to have a job where I would always be in Boston on Saturdays and usually taking public transportation. Mm. Sometimes no. when it was St. Patrick's Day, those were the worst fucking days of my life. <laughs> And half of those people, like, aren't Irish. They're just, trying to excuse. Well, you know, actually, there are T-shirts that says, like, I'm not Irish. I'm not Irish. But if your dick is Irish and you put it in me, then guess who's suddenly a little bit Irish? Oh, God. That's what the shirts say. Word for word. I don't have, it's like, I don't have any Irish in In me. me. But But hear me out is the next line. Maybe. If we get to talking, one thing leads to another. Maybe we do a little. <laughs> I'm a little more Irish than I was at the beginning of this T-shirt. <laughs> word for word, we could then listen to "Smooth" by Carlos Santana featuring Rob Thomas from Matchbox Twenty <laughs> off the Grammy-winning album uh, "Supernatural." Nice. That's Nailed still it. a great shirt. I feel like that shirt won't get old. If I see that at a festival this year, I'm still gonna like it. Yeah, it's I don't I, it's I don't I see like it I don't shirts. see it I don't see it enough. Yeah, that's that's a thing. It's like not everybody owns that shirt. So. I think that was a uh, when someone made the shirt, it was floating around the internet like, "Hey, look at this funny shirt exists," but you didn't actually see it in person. And we saw it at Lollapalooza. We were yeah, like nice. Do you remember what the best shirt at Lollapalooza was though? The face of Father John Misty. <laughs> oh, that was a really good one. And the guy was a dick. Yeah, so Perfect. on brand. Uh, no, my favorite shirt was a guy just had a shirt that said "Dick on Fleek." Oh, yeah. <laughs> and did you say something? Didn't weren't you like nice shirt, man? I was he like, was dude, like, that fucking fuck shirt's out? great. And he fucking Father John Misty guyed me. Yeah, he was. Maybe you it's can't just wear, that people you can't wear a shirt that's dick on fleek. And then when somebody says something like, "Hey, nice shirt," you're like, yeah, fuck off. You have to know that like you're fucking wearing that shirt. Right. That's a oh man, that's fucking elite shirt. Have you started? Uh, we don't know what festival we're doing this summer. Have you started perusing the uh, merch, the f- the festival wear? I have not. I spent $5 on eBay on a Terrell Owens Bills jersey the other day. <laughs> That's such a weird decision for it's, a festival. It's like a good like F-level option, you know? Yeah. Like, if, but, I'll, I'll be disappointed if I end up wearing that, but you definitely throw it in the bag. It's a weird thing because, like, festival season is always basketball jerseys, like, because right. it's a tank top. You just chose a football jersey. Well, I just, it was, like, such a people-forget moment. Uh, somebody was saying, like, Oh, the Bills go after this receiver. Like, you know, they tried with Terrell Owens and that didn't really work out. And I was like, fuck, Terrell Owens played for the Bills. Yep. eBay, yep, $5. Let's. Even I also if made I never an eBay wear it. Purchase this week. Uh, what'd you get? I bought a NHL on Fox. Ooh, very Old 90s. school hat and coffee mug. You got a mug as well? Yeah, like five bucks a piece. Can you expense that? I don't think so, because that, that shit's from, like, 20 years ago. Right. They're like, that's back when that shit was on Fox, yeah. guys. Um, yeah, well, fuck, bring a, mug to, <laughs> bring a mug to a festival. I think it'll be uh, very tasteful. Uh, here's one. 
Alison Brie and Dave Franco got married. Who should we add to that marriage to make it interesting? <laughs> this is, it's such a weird dynamic because we both love uh, Alison Brie a lot. Yeah. And we also both love Dave Franco a we lot. Have, like, but we do not love them together. on both ends. Like, yeah. Alison Brie is as hot as it gets. Yeah. Uh, Dave Franco, sneaky as hot as it gets. Also, just love that little smile of his... Uh, I love his, like, I love his funny I love his shit. voice. His voice, like he's got like a raspy voice. Yeah, like, he's yeah, also that guy has done some shit. Yeah, he's also uh, really good at. I think I'm just channeling his neighbor's character. He's good at being the silly guy who's down for stuff, but also kind of grounds the situation yeah. and is like, like he's he's not totally the straight man because he's also doing the silly shit. But he's the guy that's like, hey, but after this, this we all need to go to work and <laughs> yeah. we need to get a paycheck. Yes. Um, so we're trying to spice up this relationship. What? It's been like a week, and we're already that trying we've to... known that they've been married. <laughs> yeah. I like that move, by the way. What? Um, they didn't do the uh, paparazzi, the big... They didn't put out a bunch of photos. The story was just uh, Alison Brie and Dave Franco are married now. Supposedly. Yeah, it's yeah. like we asked if they we were married, we really, and they said... Nobody really knows. Yeah. So we don't Maybe, know when that happened. Is that is that why that we don't really care about them together? Because it wasn't a grand thing. Because they don't like they never do any public stuff. That's they're super. Su- they're very secretive. That's super them. Yes. To not say here we've gotten married. To just wait till someone asks, "Are you married now?" To say, "Yeah." I don't know though, um, because they're both so fucking outgoing. In if you see them on talk shows or anything, uh, Allison Brie is seems like the biggest. I mean, they're fucking charming character in the hell. world. Yeah. Um, I don't know. So we were deciding between either picking new spouses for them or just adding a third person to their marriage. Both pretty fucked up for like a week old marriage. Yeah. Hey, again, it could, this could be a year old marriage. <laughs> it's it's only our get purposes, more boring, folks. For our purposes, it's a week old marriage. Uh, I'm I, adding. Who are you a, adding? I got a good one. Okay. Uh, to spice to really spice things up, let's go ahead and throw uh, James Franco as a third. Interesting. Um, you're aware of the the relative situation that pops up there. Oh no, I just thought that they had the same last name. No, it, it, I'm talking. It would make me interested. I'd be entertained if, if you if, if they had like a nice little. Who would that partnership the the worst on or the weirdest on? What, what who would become the most interesting person there for being part of that relationship? Uh, I think. I mean, if probably you, James if for you jumping put, in late. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I think if you put James Franco in any relationship, he's going to be the weirdest one in it. True. Uh, so yeah, probably James Franco. But I think it'd be a weird thing for Allison. Right. Bruce. So that'd be the thing. Like, hey, she's so you know she's married to the Franco brothers. <laughs> <laughs> Which one? Both of them. Both of them. I kind of yeah. Like, I don't because I don't think it would be super weird of the Franco brothers to just marry somebody together. No, it's like kind they, of on they brand do, for them. They do so much stuff uh, apart from each other, but you know that that's such a loving family because, like, the mom's a celeb. She writes books and shit like that. So, uh, yeah, I think that it would be... I don't think it would be a bad thing for Allison Brie. I think it would be kind of cool. Just straight up married to two really cool dudes. So what She'd if basically be like the, the, the horny turtle. She's just, like, trying to repopulate the world with Saving the, the same... Species. With the same... Just, like, a bunch of Francos. <laughs> yeah, just needs a bunch of Francos. Uh, mine's a slightly... <laughs> I went in a slightly different direction. Uh, I was deciding between two people. Uh, the runner-up was Vin Diesel. <laughs> but uh, the winner is Melissa McCarthy. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Melissa McCarthy. Well, that would be a that would be a wild relationship. But Melissa McCarthy in character as every Melissa McCarthy character. <laughs> so like they're going down the red carpet, they're posing, they're all fucking beautiful, and then like the first picture snaps. And Melissa McCarthy's like, "What are you doing? Why are you taking that picture?" <laughs> She's screaming at everybody. Yeah, and, like uh, always, slightly a little drunk. Right. I and Dave Franco. Or yeah, Dave Franco then kind of on his brand would be like, "Yeah, why are you doing that?" But guys, I mean, we're, we're celebrities and we're on a red carpet. Come on. And then Allison Brown, Allison Brie would probably be the funniest person in that relationship. I don't think Melissa McCarthy's that funny. No, I don't think so either. I think that she's awesome. I, I think that she's I, a one-trick pony. Uh, just uh, being irate. Yeah, we've. I'm sure we talked about this because we talk about this is forty on this podcast so fucking much. Uh, the scene with her. In the principal's office with, the, you know what I'm talking oh, about? Oh, yeah. The, uh, what she, she calls him Tom Petty? No, uh, Leslie Mann, the goat, calls, uh, her, calls Melissa McCarthy's son Tom Petty. Oh, okay. And then, uh, like blows in his face in a very intimidating way. <laughs> and I think she's, she's like, I'm going to fucking run you over with my car or Jesus. something like that. And she threatens the fuck out of him. So Melissa McCarthy tells the principal and, uh, Melissa McCarthy, Leslie Mann, and Paul Rudd are all in this meeting with the principal, and they just fucking straight up deny it, and Melissa McCarthy loses her shit, and <laughs> she she goes off on the principal, and she says, uh, you know what? I'm glad your husband died. Oh, I bet geez. he killed himself. That's what I would do if I was married. <laughs> Jesus <to you>. Christ. <laughs> I don't remember this scene. It's like clearly one of those, uh, we trust these actors enough to just kind of wing this, and I'm sure they did a million different takes, and I'm sure they sat there, and she just rattled off like... 10 different insults, but she's so fucking good in that scene. I kind of want to take back my one trick pony comment because I remembered uh, she was in that movie with Bill Murray. Um, St. Vincent? Yes. Everyone loves that shit. I didn't see it. You didn't see it? It's a really yeah, good movie. It's a movie. Uh, so. Really good movie, and she plays like kind of serious, like struggling mom character, and she does it pretty well. So Interesting. Yeah, everyone says that's a really good movie. Mm-hmm. Speaking of movies, uh, everyone's pissed at. Uh, I feel like it should be both of us, mainly me because i tweeted about it this week but we're definitely both on the same page here neither of us have seen the godfather correct nope yeah um i fucking love that about us man that's like our fucking thing (laughs) and we're not in any rush to see the godfather in fact i don't want to see the godfather so i was watching neighbors 2 the other day tweeted out haven't seen the godfather series uh i've decided the neighbors series is better which honestly if we end up seeing the godfather I wouldn't be surprised if we both were like, this the, wasn't that good. The neighbors' movies are better. <laughs> so, uh, the idea that I had for you is uh, we should do a video where we watch The Godfather and uh, talk through, through it the whole time. Just get distracted, maybe leave, uh, get some za, maybe have a keg. And then at the end, <laughs> just be like, we didn't like it. Eh, it was all right. <laughs> because the only thing, the only thing worse than not seeing something that everyone's telling you to see is half-assing it and then being like, yeah, I didn't really care about it. <laughs> yeah, that that's that like the, that's the so most, much. That's the most frustrating thing of all time where you're like, you should watch this. It's really, really good. And then they're like, yeah. And they, they half pay attention and they're like, ah, that kind of sucked. And it's like, you weren't even paying attention. <laughs> that, oh my God, that that hurts me so much. Uh, that happens a lot with, uh, with when I tell someone to listen to a song. And they're like, oh, I'll get around to it. And then I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to have to fucking corner this person. And then if you're hanging out with that person, you're like, all right, here's the song. And And during the song, they're like, so what's this artist's deal? You're like, the the artist's deal is they're singing a song right now. So can you please fucking just listen? 
I'm basically my my one of my college roommates was like that. He'd watch a movie and then he would just start doing his homework. And like I do that during The Walking Dead and stuff. Right. But that's because we know The Walking Dead sucks. Yeah. I so I really hate when I'm like I get really amped up for road trip playlists and stuff like that. Oh yes. If somebody it, talks in the car during a playlist, I know it's like. I'm probably the asshole here, but it's like, shut the fuck up. I really want to listen to all this music. Uh, what's your move for getting people to shut the fuck up during a song? I don't really have one. I guess you just turn up the radio a little bit. That's a really good passive-aggressive one. I feel like I feel like I don't do anything, but in my head, every time I make a, I make a I movement, lose I do anything, life. I'm like, I, I feel like I'm telling people to shut the fuck up. Even if like everyone's talking, the song's playing, and they're like, what about you, DJ? I'll be like, yeah, huh. Just like a really quick, like, like yeah, I'm making a minimal up. sound, yeah. shut the fuck up. And then after I do that in my head, I'm like, you know what, DJ, you're a real piece of work. <laughs> and then I'm like, but these people are talking, so who's in the fucking wrong? Yeah. So, so uh, I'm going to a bachelor party this weekend, driving up north, and I'm leaving straight from work, so I won't have that problem. Ooh. But I am kind of bummed. It's the group of friends where I actually would be okay with not hearing the song. And catching up, all that shit. Uh, uh, we have music, by the way. Uh, music, what? Playlist. playlist shit? Yeah, yeah. So the playlist, uh, we're going to keep updating it every week. Spotify, Apple Music. We'll tweet it out at some point during the day on Friday after the podcast spin up. So you guys can listen to that shit first. Uh, this is something you fuckers wanted for a while, and it's super easy to do. I'd made a playlist for Gorms. Pete just added on like another half of it, and... Here we are. So what we're going to do every week is we're going to add two songs and take two songs off a piece. Uh, two fun rules. You can choose. So it's assumed that you're going to take off songs the other person has added. But if you take off one of your own songs, that means the other person has to take off one of their own songs. And here's a great wrinkle. You can add a song that's been removed as many times as you want. So, for example, if I were to remove torn from this playlist the fucking first chance i get next week Pete can be like uh, you know i'm thinking i'm up. gonna add natalie and Brulia's version of torn and i say version because it's a cover and sometimes everybody doesn't know that so uh what are you adding what are you taking off uh taking off uh i'm pulling debaser off for you are you just not a pixies guy yeah not really they're the fuck i don't you like Fiddler and shit like that? You like Diarrhea Planet? I would think that you would love the Pixies. I, I don't know if it's just because I haven't taken a deep enough dive into them, but from what I've heard, i not not sold. Do you want to know uh, how I found out about the Pixies? Go on. A video game. Rock Band? Uh, no. Guitar Hero? Uh, they are in uh, Rock Band. Uh, Wave Mutilation is in Rock Band. Uh, it was like NCAA football or something like that. I was in high school. It was during the summer playing some video games like you do and debaser was on there and i was like what is this fucking song and i saw that it was by the pixies and i was like oh i know that they're an iconic band maybe and i should check them that's out. yeah and that song was just so up my alley it was just like loud it was yelly so but it was like melodic and shit so i went to best buy not really cool <laughs> and i just bought all the pixies albums because i was like i'm gonna really like these guys and turns out i fucking love them so it was a really good thing. I just knew that it was going to be good, and it fucking was. So, uh, as we bid the Pixies adieu, I'm going to put them fucking right back on no, next I'll week. Not the baser. I'll put, like, Here Comes Your Man or something like that. That's from, you know, 500 Days of Summer? Yes, I did That's a good that. song. That's okay. by the Pixies. Um, I am going to take off one of my own, 
Ooh. So now this is going to force your hand. I'm going to take off Perm by Bruno Mars, and I'm going to put on, per the request of Brunch's own, TSN's own, Bob McKenzie, California Roll by Snoop Dogg really and Stevie song. Wonder and Pharrell. That's a good that song. Is, that's a song Snoop that... Snoop Dogg is hot these days. Yes, yes. Just uh, killing presidents and stuff. Yeah. Uh, totally different from Ted Nugent, though. Yeah, I, would, Ted Nugent, I think so. Ted Nugent can do it because he's doing it in the name of freedom. <laughs> Snoop Dogg can't do it. Sorry, Snoop. Gotta know the rules. Gotta be a gotta be a white guy who hates the female uh, candidate Thanks. and the black president. So <laughs> it's uh, sorry, sorry you missed that memo, Snoop. But you know we'll, we'll learn from it. We'll move on. Uh, so I'm putting on. Uh, I'm gonna put on. It's not my fault. I'm happy by Passion Pit. It's a deep cut. Nice. Off the Gossamer Gossamer. Album. It's a very good, very good album. Does it make me sound basic that I think Passion Pit's best song? No, it's not, because Sleepyhead would be the basic one, right? Well, what's, what's Passion Pit's biggest song? Oh, man. That's a good question. It's probably Carried Away or Sleepyhead. I think it's probably... Well, Sleepyhead's like the... They're like they're first Busting one. onto the scene. Yeah, so I think that would be the more like, okay, man. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah, Passion Pit. I know yeah. them. Yeah, I don't. I definitely don't think it's carried away. Head. Maybe like Take a Walk because that was. The oh lead no, Take, single a, take a Walk of, is yeah, their biggest. That's probably the their their most yeah. basic. That's a really good song though. I think that their best song by a fucking country mile is Carried Away. Carried Away is how I wish a lot more songs went. That's a really good song. Uh, they also had like a couple really good ones off the last album. Uh, I didn't love it as a whole, um, but like Lifted Up was really good. And then 1985 was that the name of the song? 1989, 1985, oh, 1989. 1985 was the yeah in parentheses. Yeah, um, <laughs> from Lifted Up. Uh, and then there was another one. Um, oh, Where the Sky Hangs. That's a really really good song. Oh, okay. Where the Sky Hangs. You never heard. Uh, it? So, Passion Pit. Even with the Gossamer album, I and I hate when fucking people do this. Where you don't know the names of the songs. It's like, oh, I've just listened to the album a bunch of times. It's I do that with everything, yeah. but I fucking I learn the names of the songs. Yeah. Fucking do your homework, bitch. Um, I am going to... So I'm taking off... Uh, what am I taking off from you? Oh, I'm taking off Torn. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. yeah. Get the fuck out of there. Uh, and Chromeo is a Canadian duo. Y'all have probably heard of them. Actually, I know that you guys have heard of them because... I think I mentioned them one time, and a bunch of people were like, Brunch talks about Chromeo. They're the coolest podcast, which doesn't make sense because Chromeo is so fucking not cool. They're, a can- they're two Canadian dudes who don't have a ton of talent, and they try to be like Hall & Oates, and they're just like... I, I like them. I like them. Um, but they're just... You like a lot of bad things. They're pretty so. fucking whack. Okay. Um, but they have a song called Old 45s, that's very kind of George Michael-ish. It's very George Michael slash uh, River of Dreams album Billy Joel. And it's a really fun, great, chill song. And the video is them in a bar just sitting down, chilling out, singing the song. But they're at a table with the bar. Or they're at a table at the bar with three girls. Their names, Esty, Danielle, uh. Alana... It's a hot ass video. Ooh. Really cool video. <laughs> Just the Heim sisters chilling out. Uh, by the way, when Heim's album comes out, uh, so I'm yeah, so I'm adding old forty fives and taking off um, torn. That playlist will be up. Uh, I gotta take. I got another one. I gotta take one of my own off. 
Oh, okay. Yes, nice. Thanks. Appreciate it. Uh, I'm gonna pull uh, "Shape of You" by uh, Good uh, Ed Sheeran off. That song's kind of hit a wall. I was gonna put another song on, but you know what? Now I'm just gonna add. I'm gonna add "Where the Sky Hangs" by Passion Pit, and I'll probably take one of those two off next week. So you've added two passion two pit passion songs? pit songs. Also, there's no limit to what we can add. So like when Heim's album comes out, <laughs> you're we're gonna, gonna put add the entire album. We're gonna put four songs, four Heim songs on. Um, interesting, by the way. I like the way we did this because uh, the playlist started with just Gorms said, "Make me a playlist clown." Yeah, and, uh, and you danced. <clears throat> so I just like threw some <laughs> shit at him, um, and it wasn't meant to. It didn't start off being like, these are our fucking brunch songs. This is the, a definitive thing. It was just kind of what we were feeling at the moment. So Days Are Gone is the song by Heim that's on there. That's just usually the Heim song I put on playlists. Maybe not even a top five Heim song. No, so I, there's, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't say that it is. Because that's, that's, the, that's the Esty song on the album. Um, do you know what song all three of them sing lead vocals on? Uh, for Days Are Gone? Yeah. Uh, it's an easy one. It's kind of a trick question because it's such an easy one. It's their biggest song. Is it the wire? The wire. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Alana gets that second verse. Good for her. They don't let they Alana s- do enough. They sound they sound really different when like they they sound similar. Yeah. But like if you were if you weren't paying attention, you'd say like oh this is like all the same person. And then if you're like if you're listening, you're like whoa that that's a very different voice. Right. The only. Um, well, especially the wire. It's just they, they sing it in such a fucking like staccato, like and yeah. I fucking love that. They're the Michael Jackson influence on that album is very uh, goes underappreciated. I fucking hate with I've said this before. I hate with Heim when everyone's like, "Oh yeah, they're just like Fleetwood Mac." Because one person one time fucking compared them to Fleetwood Mac. Yes, they're like Fleetwood Mac. They're like a fucking million other things. So it was funny. Uh, I've been obsessed with like this song, and it's on the playlist. This song, "15" by Goldroom, yes. for the longest time, uh, and it's they sound like the vocals on that remind me of Heim so much, and I wish it was a Heim song so bad. Uh, it's just like, and it would be it would be so much better if yeah. it was a Heim song. You're very good at diagnosing which songs would be better by better artists. <laughs> yes, uh, I think that's really easy to do. That's a really frustrating thing for me because I'm like, <laughs> I like this song, but oh, it'd be so much better if this other band did it. This is gonna get fucking out there, but um, one of my friends raised this point one time, and I've it, I've it's never gotten out of my head. She's like, I wish that I could hear songs the way that other people hear songs. You know, like. So, like, when I hear a song, for example, I I think I have, like, ADD in a good way. I'm, like, trying to hear as many fucking different sounds as possible. When other people hear a like song... like, a basic bitch who's just like, oh, this sounds good. Right, like, some people hear songs, and they're just like, I love the sick beat. And, like, you hear songs, and you're like, how the fuck could we get rid of the person singing it and find somebody better to do it? But it, I think <laughs> that's... So true. It's easy to... That's easy to do with, like, pop songs. Yeah. You hear a pop song, and you're like, oh, somebody else would do this song better but it's my uh, specialty is pe- pop. no but like you 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 do it with some kind of uh not necessarily indie but alternative and shit like that so i've i've paid you a compliment also shouts begrudging to jeff uh against our will we told him not to he made us a brunch bracket he made us a brunch bracket for march madness and it's to his credit it's a very good bracket. it's a really good bracket it's i liked it a good. lot i did not want a to lot do of references brackets. and popular topics uh mashed up against each other and bracket seeds and so 
we're not going to do it because we're not bracket guys. No, yeah, uh, on brand. We don't but, like it. But we did put it on our Instagram, uh, so you can go check it out. It's really awesome. Uh, you can fill them out if you want to and send them to us on Twitter or something. But go to our Instagram. It's Listen to Brunch, and you can just check out the bracket there. Good job, Jeff. The the meat of this episode is that I am going to a bachelor party this weekend, and we had a discussion this week about the best male bonding experiences, and I think that we should get into those because I think some of them actually kind of fly under the radar. Like, they aren't what you would think the best things are. There are a lot of them. Let's start with let's start with one thing that far we, be it from us to say that we love spending time with guys, but right, you know, what? yeah, but believe it or not, believe it or not, um, I th- I think we should first bring up a very basic one that uh, it gets enough credit, but it should it still deserves some love. Uh, getting really drunk at a baseball game with the guys is just yeah, it's that's a really that's a really good one. Um, we did that Especially if it's like a day game. Yeah, if it's yes. a day game in Chicago. Like, ugh. Because in, especially in Chicago, that just felt like more of a party than a baseball game. Oh, it was awesome. And we ran. The best part about that is we ran into uh, two of my friends yeah. uh, randomly who were both female. And they're both cool as shit. And they're hot. And they're hot. And we were drinking um, a bunch. And we... What did oh you had to get a video for uh, Barstool had asked you to get a quick little video mm-hmm. for Big Cat of one of the it's farewell tour yeah for one of the uh, from one of the, the hut vendors places. yeah and you're like hey man you want to take a walk and I was like fuck yeah so then <laughs> so we quickly rectified the situation got the girls out of there right. and it was just a couple of guys really drunk at a baseball game in the sun just. Just a couple of dudes who just like want to take a walk during a baseball yeah. game, and you were so into it. Got to the front of the line, and you, we had to get this video, like you said, of the hot dog vendor, and they were like, oh, would you like anything else? And we were like, two more beers each? And we got two more beers each. Ah, oh, That's oh, actually a, a great uh, bonding experience at, at any game. I went to a Celtics game with my friend, uh, getting... The, this is really a male thing, but uh, getting beers two at a time at any sort of venue... Great feeling. Great, great move. That's uh, the only downside well, of uh, getting wine. I got wine at a uh, Fleetwood Mac concert. Just pound of red wine. A lot of fun. You, it's weird to go and no, be you like, can't do can I have two <laughs> glasses of red wine? Uh, one of my low-key favorite parts of, of that uh, baseball experience in Chicago was the two, or actually it was the, the one hot girl looking for a seat in the outfield bleachers, and absolutely nobody was having any part of it. Yes. Uh, to, to, to clarify your phrasing, you're saying one of the hot girls. You weren't saying, like, the one. Me, like, they, they both, she went to get it yes. for both of them, but yeah. uh, the other one was hanging back with us. Yeah. But uh, yeah, but, like nobody wanted anything to do with the hot girl. That was the which most is a w- weird thing at a sporting event. That took me. I think we said this at the time. That gave me such an appreciation for how miserable Cubs fans were. <laughs> like they still had the best team in the league and everything, yeah. but they obviously hadn't won it all yet. And it was like beautiful girl comes over and is like, "Hi, it seems that you guys could make room for us. Could you please do that?" They're like, "Get away from me!" <laughs> it also gives me an appreciation of like. Cubs fans' devotion to the Cubs experience. Yeah. Because they yeah. were just like, we could possibly They're like, what have if you we in get here, to but it's not going to do anything for me, so no. Yes, <laughs> Cubbies only. 
that was a fucking fun ass day. So yeah, getting drunk at a baseball game with the fellows, guys. You probably haven't thought to do that before, but that's just us giving you that little tip. Check it out. Uh, underrated male bonding experience on my end. Doing a podcast. Oh boy, it's the best. <laughs> this has been a great male bonding experience. Oh, it's such a fucking good bonding experience. We talk about re- shit. We crack jokes. We I don't even. Re- I don't even remember what the relationship was like before the the podcast. It was you saying we should do a podcast. <laughs> Correct. And that was. I mean, we we had we had good bonding experiences on Twitter and stuff, but that was. Yeah, man, you, you don't really, you don't know a guy until you're really uh, podcasting with him. Until you're talking about fucking other dudes on a podcast with him. Yeah, yeah. Um, so the, the, us figuring out what the podcast would be happened when we went to a bar. That's a cool, it's a cool bonding experience. Going to the bar. Yeah. That's that's not like a it's not an underrated one. It's, it's no no no. I'm not saying necessarily underrated. Like I mean the the ballpark thing for sure isn't underrated. Um, my I have a specific going to the bar example of a, a great male bonding experience. Going to the bar after an event. Yes. Like if you go to a concert, some of our you, best times honestly have are, been going to a bar right. after an event. It's like you go to the event and then you leave and you're like. Mm. We're not done here. Yeah. We and, got we got more left. And there's just I like it because there's kind of no rules, there's no expectations. If we well, just get yes, to the bar and sit because, there and fucking eat nachos right, and don't talk to each other. Because you already did your thing for the night. Yes. So there's no like We've there's shot no our si- wad. There's no right. Right. There's this is no the cuddling. Si- there's of... no sitting at the bar being like, "All right, what are we going to do tonight? Like what are we going to how are we going to make this a great night? You've already had a great night. You're yeah. just trying to prolong it. Yes. And so there's really no there's no uh, like requirements on your end. You don't have to do anything. Yeah. It's, you can just order nachos and sit at the bar. <laughs> that is. That's such a fucking great-ass time. I, want to, I, I don't know how many concerts I even have coming up, but now I need to better prioritize the kind of after party. Although you can't force it. Yeah, you definitely can't force it. Uh, we did a... I will say we did a pretty bad job of doing that in Chicago. Well, I mean, it was it was tough. We it's had an all day event, right? We were wiped. That right. was it's, it's just, tougher when it's an all day thing. Yeah. Um. So he, my, my number one most underrated male bonding experience is also my favorite male bonding experience. If anybody agrees with me, I'll be so fucking happy. I, I bounce this off a couple people, uh, mixed reviews, but the people who agree fucking agree. Grocery shopping before, like an outing. That's not a that's not a bonding experience. Oh, but it is. It's not. Oh, it so is. It's the it's the most excited you're going to be. So, for example, we're getting a big, we're getting a house. We're just renting a house for the weekend. That's gonna be the bachelor party. Uh, we've done it before. It's a lot of fun. You've done the like rent a house yeah. to have a cabin thing. When you're just at the grocery store before I, with all the boys I, and you're cheating on your diets, you're throwing stuff in. You're, ugh, you're I agree. I agree that it's a good experience and like it's it's a uh, it's a really good atmosphere because you're so excited. Yes. It's the pregame of a of a trip. You're never going to be happy. I think you're never going to be happier the <laughs> whole weekend than when no. I, I disagree. You're grocery with, shopping. There's when there's like the when when it's like a pregame and there's like a an atmosphere of like hope and potential yes. it's it's a really nice feeling but you're not making bonding experiences at the grocery store you're not like 
Your best memories aren't going to come from the grocery store, I don't think. I think some of my best memories have come God. from the grocery store. <laughs> You've had bad trips then. <laughs> no, no, that's the thing. And the, the, the weekends have gone on to just be wonderful, but I just... Nobody, nobody like says years later, like, hey, man, remember that time we went to the grocery store before going to Maine or something? That's true, but I just think those people are dumb then. They're, they're not reminiscing the right way. I think that we need to maybe get a little better at reminiscing because, man, when you're just doing laps and you're just everything goes, you know, like when are do you grocery shop often? No. OK, um, do I you? do. OK. I'm not throwing cookies in the fucking carriage. What am I? Cra- I don't. I don't even have a carriage. I have a. I do the little thing. So this is like your spring break of grocery shopping. It's like anything goes. Wild, <laughs> wild shit. I. Um, I think like most adults. Actually, I don't fucking know. I uh, go to the grocery store maybe three or four times a week. That is way too many. I don't because I I can't have a lot of shit in my apartment. Were you going to say most adults go to the grocery store three or four times I, a week? Most adults who eat relatively healthy, I think. Uh, no, really? I think most adults go once a week when and they knock fruit, it out. When you're getting your fruit, I'm also uh, if I've had fruit or vegetables that have been sitting there for more than like two or three days, I'm like I'm not going to eat that shit now. It's it's probably old. It's probably rotten. I uh, I guess I, I mean it might depend on your proximity to a grocery store. I live very 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 close to a grocery. Then store. that might be like more excusable, but I don't think most adults are like making or plotting out four trips to the well, grocery store. I know like store. people with big families and shit. They do like the fucking once a week load up a cart. But I do the I do the. Uh, I just think that like most people don't basket. enjoy going to the grocery store as much as you do, so that they like no, try to limit their it. trips there. I don't enjoy it. I do a basket. And I probably every time I go to the grocery store, I get under five items. That's ridiculous. You need to. Do and I'm better. also I'm also not there long. I probably I think I spend less combined time in the grocery store than somebody who goes once a week. It's uh, but anyway, the, those are fucking mundane ass trips. Now you add a fucking cart to the mix. You're throwing cookies in there. You're throwing chips in there. You're uh, a lot of times people will both uh, you'll converge. You'll meet the cart. And it's like, oh, we threw some ketchup in here. Oh, uh, Jeff already put ketchup in here. Well, then I guess we're having a lot of ketchup. And then you're high-fiving. It's just so much. I'm so excited. Uh, The next one on my list, we've talked about this before. Wine at dinner with the boys. That's one that I've done but once. Really? And it was great. Yeah, it's, it's amazing. Just like... Just getting some steak dinner with the boys? Yeah. So I had steak dinner written down. Okay. Or, uh, I mean, like anything works as long as there's a bottle of vino in the middle of the table and you boys are just going at it. And the best part of that, the best part of of that experience is when the waitress or the waiter comes over and says, can I get you another bottle? And you guys all look around at each other and you're like, yeah, fuck it. Yeah, I uh, so I lied. I've definitely done that more than once. Okay. Uh, I was so one time I I just randomly had gift certs to a steakhouse in New Hampshire that my former boss Rob Bradford had given me. He just like yeah, I always had a lot of just gift certificates nice laying around. So. Steakhouse in New Hampshire, right? So Bradford one day was like, "Hey, do you want like a hundred fifty dollars in gift certificates to this New Hampshire steakhouse?" And I was like, "Never going to use it." 
yes. And then a couple days later, uh, my best friend was in town from New York, and he was like, what should we do? I was like, pack your bags, kiddo. <laughs> We're driving <laughs> to New Hampshire and having a fucking baller-ass dinner, in, which I was right. I was like, I bet New Hampshire steakhouses are fucking cheaper than like Boston steakhouses because mm. everything's cheaper in New Hampshire. I have a and nice little story for you about Boston steakhouses. You have a nice little story, and you have a less nice bank account. <laughs> yes. um, but uh, So we went up there, had $150 to spend. It was restaurant week, so there was uh, like a fucking deal going on with great shit. So with that gift certificate and like 20 bucks a piece, we fucking lived like kings, and it ruled. I'm going to start going to New Hampshire Steakhouses, because I went to Fleming's in Boston this weekend <laughs> with a $100 gift certificate, and I was like, nice, I get to eat like a king, yeah, oh, and, and, maybe king. and get to like pay some, some scraps after this thing. Uh, no, I ended Not up paying close. like fucking $400 after the gift certificate. Uh, it was insane. It yeah. was so good. So another time I went, I did that. That I went to uh, Frank's in Cambridge. Do you know Frank's? I don't think so. It's a steakhouse on Mass Ave. Is that the one that uh, Steve Buckley loves? Yes. Okay. I go there with my guy Buck. Um, so I'm, I went there. I'm a little disappointed that Steve Buckley has not asked me to go for a steak dinner. That's uh, like his initiation thing, I think. Like yeah. you're officially in with Steve Buckley, and he invites you to a steak he, dinner. He's hot shit there. Which yeah, that's I mean, right. He's, he's hot shit everywhere. But um, yeah, they're fucking cool in there. What the the coolest thing about uh, the dinner I had <laughs> with Buck was at the end of the night, a guy just came. By, I forget who the guy even was, but a guy just came by and just put like two cigars on the table. That is awesome. So fucking baller. Can you smoke inside? No, ah. that would. I bet Buck could though. <laughs> Probably if he was. They like, just built a room. We're for doing him. this. Yeah, um, <sighs> that's another cool thing to do with Steve Buckley. Is smoke cigars. He's a big cigar guy. He told me that we were going to smoke cigars, but we haven't yet. We'll we'll do it. Force his hand. Yeah, I don't think that Buck is. I don't think not hanging out with Buck is for lack of Buck not hang, wanting to hang out with us. Buck is the most friendly person in the world. He has the most friends in the world. Uh, I'm not envious of that. I would hate having that many oh, yeah. friends. Definitely not. You got way too many obligations. Gotta, like if yeah. somebody's like, I'm in the area. Right. You want to do something? But, and Buck would always say yes. I feel like because if you have a lot of friends, then you inevitably become the friend that blows off your friends. You know. I don't care about blowing off my friends. I just don't want to like have things on the table that yeah. that I have to like w- consider. Like I don't want too many options here. I yeah. want, when I get invited to something, I want it to be like, well, shit, I haven't done anything in forever. So, yes, I'm going to do this, and then I'm not going to do anything for, like, another month or two. Yeah, exactly. So, um, so my sa- same friend that I'd gone to that other steak dinner with, we went, uh, this was a couple months ago, we went to Frank's, and we were like, should we do wine? And we checked the, uh, the wine list. Yeah. <laughs> I wish people could see the face you just made when they I said can, wine. They can, because there's a camera That's here. That's right. <laughs> um, so we looked at the wine list, and, you know, you got your typical fucking prices for red wine. And then it was like, house wine, $14 a bottle. And we were like, uh, excuse me, uh, Garcon, is this... Is this th- correct? Is this, <laughs> so $14, and they were like... Oh, it wasn't a bottle. It was a carafe. Same thing. Is that that's like a? It's like a fucking container. Okay, yeah. It's like a it's like a pitcher of wine. <laughs> so we were like, yeah, we'll uh, we'll do that. And then as we tasted it, we were like, tastes like fucking red wine. You know, you know, 
like that's the best part about red wine. Cheapest. Just it's, go it's, cheapest because well, it all it's tastes cheap the same. and it all tastes the same. Yeah, I love. You know what? There are idiots that are listening to this. They're like, "Oh no, it doesn't." Yeah, it fucking does. Well, it 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 all it certainly all does under like the twenty dollar bracket. Yeah, like and if you can find a cheap wine and you're like a cheap wine guy, yeah. you're never really gonna be that disappointed. Yeah, have you ever unless been, like they bring you white wine by accident. Have you ever been on a date and the girl says uh, you want to just get the cheapest red wine they ha- they have? Yeah, and then I married her. Those are the fucking <laughs> magic words. That is just an un. It's like oh, you're. You just got a million times more beautiful. <laughs> right? <laughs> because, I mean, if we went to dinner, we would just be like... All right, what's the fucking cheapest So, one? yeah, like, we, would, we wouldn't have to do the wanna... But it's just like a like very... If a it's girl, a great it's, it's basically a girl saying, you don't have to impress me. Right, like, it's saying, like, I'm the coolest shit in the world. Right. So, it's like, ladies... I don't, I don't need you to empty your bank account for me to consider having sex with you. Well, to be fair, I still am emptying my bank account if we're getting the cheapest <laughs> bottle of red wine. True, but you're getting a lot more of it. Yes, exactly. So we were uh, we got the fourteen dollar carafe of red wine. Oh, you were making a joke is, about you're poor. Is yes, that's what <laughs> okay, I'm saying. I yeah, I'm <laughs> saying technically that fourteen dollar <laughs> bottle of wine is still kind of fucking up my year. <laughs> but, um, so they, they brought kids over... aren't getting anything for Christmas this year. <laughs> <laughs> yep. It's gonna be a lean. It's gonna be a lean summer. <laughs> so uh, they brought over the forty dollar carafe of wine. Tasted it. Same thing. Amazing. Also, quick side note: not we've already done a million tang- tangents, but um, when you, uh, it's the worst when they have you taste the wine. A lot of pressure. Yeah. What are you gonna say? Like. Ugh, no. Right. Take this one away. What's I yeah, you're just like uh That's like immediate asshole card. Right. Yeah. I'm uh, I'm more of a make the just like, oh no, let, let the lady try it because it's like I don't want to do that shit. I'm like the guy who says yes, I'll I'll taste it and then I basically say yes before I even taste it. Right. You're like oh, they, fuck. They it. pour the thing and it's like on the way to my mouth. And I'm like, "Yes, this is good." Mm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is going to be mm. Yeah, uh so we got that cheap wine, and as soon as we had it, we were like, going to order food and everything, but we were like, you want to just kind of make the game plan to just sit here and drink a million of those That's what happens things? almost every time. And that's what we did. They came, and they were like, would you like to see a dessert menu? And we were like, we'll save you the trouble, bitch. Get us, <laughs> get us more of that that's, wine, baby. That's the thing about doing wine with the to bros. To clarify, it was a dude waiter. <laughs> that's the thing about... Uh, Doing wine with the bros is that like it always become the wine always becomes the centerpiece of the of that dinner. Like you don't care about your food really. You just want the wine. Is there any drink that makes you want more of it more than wine? I think no. I don't think so. I think uh whiskey is whiskey and scotch and shit for me is kind of a slippery slope, but there's a difference between that and like I've gone to dinner at a friend's and, you know, they you have wine with dinner and then after it's like, oh, should we have one more glass of wine? And it's like, oh, okay. And it's because like, everyone goes home. When I The second I get home, I drink a bottle of wine. Right, because like with wine, it's – when you drink a lot of beer, it's like, oh, I feel kind of gross. You don't get the gross feeling yeah. from like a lot of wine. Yeah. And you get it from pretty much every other alcohol. Yeah, and once you've had a glass and a half of wine, you're like, I'm going to feel like hell tomorrow right. anyway, so I might as well fucking make this count. Um, yeah, fuck. 
I like that uh, our podcast that we intended to be like, all right, this one's for the boys. We're talking about <laughs> male, guys doing guy stuff. Uh, Just automatically inevitably went to gets like, hijacked yeah. by, you know what's great? Red <laughs> wine. Uh, and here's, here, here's another one on, on my list. Shopping with the boys. Shopping with the boys is good. It doesn't happen often. Yeah. Because uh, here's, here's a spoiler alert. A lot of boys think that shopping is gay. A lot of boys say that shopping is gay. Yes. Big fucking difference. Everybody, cannot... everybody who doesn't like shopping? I Unless you're like a 40-year-old man who's yeah. like... He's just sick of his life. You're like, right. I don't, what do I care about? Shopping? Right. I, I, I could get the I same have, thing. I had this free T-shirt from the liquor store <laughs> four years ago. What do I need a shirt for? Oh, I. What is the fucking downs? Unless you're, unless it's a money thing, and you just don't like the idea of going out and spending money. It's either but, you. It's either you're cheap or you've given up on life. That's the only two reasons that people don't like shopping. Even if you fucking given up on life, you still don't want some dope ass clothes. Going shopping is so cool. You go. If you're giving up you on put life, put on clothes. If you've given up on life, you're just like, I, what I have is enough. Yeah, I. Uh, fuck yeah, shopping is the best, and I think that any guy who says they don't like it is lying. I I agree, and I think that if you go with the boys, it gives you like a. Is this? Is they, is, what's the rece- what's the reaction to this piece of clothing going to be? Yeah, and it gives you a nice little. It's like a. A focus group. Who do you trust more for clothing purchases? A like a, a straight girl, straight guy, gay guy. Uh rank those uh, in order. Uh gay guy, straight guy, straight girl. Exactly. That's yeah. I I had a little a small little group that once a year we would hit the outlets and we'd buy a bunch of clothes and it was a great time. And we fucking not to brag, friends with a lot of girls. Never fucking gave it a thought to invite a girl. <laughs> right, I, that's a good. That's a good call. I don't want to stereotype here, but like gay guys, brutally honest. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I just think that guys are brutally honest with clothes. I think that there is, there is like gay guys especially though. Why? Because you're not. There's no, no one's kind of competing I, for the same thing. I just like the gay guys that I know are just like they're gonna let you have it, and they don't. They don't care. W- w- if it hurts your feelings or not. So I say guys are brutally honest uh, because I am also brutally <laughs> honest with <laughs> like one of my friends. Like, what do you think of this shirt? I'm like, oh, I'd love it. Does it come in a size that fits you? <laughs> <laughs> I just, yeah, I, I, I think that I would trust a gay guy more. Yeah, yeah, for like sure. A, well, a completely like, honest opinion. Well, and also like that's a dude who wants to have sex with other dudes. So, so like he's invested. He, he in knows what, what looks good on dudes. Yeah. Um, yeah, I th- my go-to, the, the the only person that I will text, or no, there are two people I'll text while trying on clothes. You ever do that? The, yeah. Like, does this yeah, work? Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, one the worst guy though. and one gay guy. That's the one worst. gay guy. It's like texting people while you're shopping for you gotta, clothes. You're like, you got to fucking, fucking wait. Don't, yeah, if they don't get back to me, then we're fucked here. Um, yeah. Uh, so what else? Um, golf. Golf's a good one. That's a pretty basic one. But uh, I think we've said this before. Golf, at best, is the fourth best thing about golf. Yeah, I, th- I think that's that's pretty Fifth accurate. Best. Uh, like fourth. Wearing golf shit, uh, being outside, drinking beers, smoking cigars, mixing in a turkey club, maybe a hot dog. Yeah. 
Where does that, is golf even on the list? That's a good power ranking. ranking. <laughs> yeah, like so golf uh, like at, after the golf is is a great part of the golf. Uh, <laughs> threatening or being a looming threat of fucking up somebody's shot. That's <laughs> that's part of the golf though. Golf is golf might not be a top twenty <laughs> aspect of golf. Uh, here's a weird one: Twitter. Uh, Twitter can be a bonding experience for the boys. I have like half my friends. Half my male friends through Twitter. Okay. Like well, you, yeah. you, Jeff. Well, making friends. Yeah, I mean, Twitter is the ultimate uh, straight guy dating app. Oh, yeah. I mean, if you talk to Darren Ovell, it's the ultimate sports bar. Yeah, but Darren doesn't make friends on Twitter. <laughs> that's fair enough. Um, yeah, that's true. I've, uh, yeah. Do we, we, I, I wish more people would ask us together, uh, like, how'd you guys meet? They don't do that with friends. They, yeah. I wish that uh, if like we were at a concert or something and friend groups were mingling and they were like, oh, so how'd you guys meet? We could both go online. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like it would be like a, like a match.com thing. Yeah, we should. Hey, Twitter. Uh, so here's the deal. Um, pay for us to get free oil changes for the rest of our lives and we will make an ad for you on how to build relationships off of Twitter. We definitely need to make this a thing, by the way, where uh, we negotiate where we negotiate for places to just uh, take care of financial things for us. I'm down with that. Yeah. Um, we're still waiting to hear back from Maxwell House. Devour. Waiting to hear about... Fucking Devour. You guys, by the way, you didn't listen to us. We asked you to hound Devour and say, why aren't you guys advertising with brunch? And you guys didn't do that. Also, uh, we needed to bring up um, not enough people. You guys probably found out about us through Twitter, but not all you guys follow us on Twitter. So please follow. Listen to brunch. I think it can only help, honestly, with fucking booking guests and stuff. It it just makes us. It beefs us up a it's, little. Uh, bit. It's like um, glamour muscles when you work on your glamour muscles exactly. at the gym. Yes. Twitter followers are glamour muscles. Yes. So give us some of them glam muscles. And <laughs> uh, last one on my list. Well, I have I have beer league sports, which is a it's kind of like an average one. It's yeah, like but that's play, also like a theme. That's also like a that's also a co-ed thing. Eh, no, one of my friends you know, all dude softball teams, all dude beer league hockey teams. One of my friends played kickball, and yeah, I was like, "So how's kickball?" And she was like, "Oh, it's fun. No one really takes it seriously. You just make out with some people, and that's really it." It's, it's just, she's like, "It's just like an avenue of finding people to make out with." And I was okay. like, "Okay, that's interesting." Uh, and then the last one on my list is drugs. Drugs. We're not big drug guys, we, but we bet. It's, you know, <laughs> what I said, we we think <laughs> we bet it's a great pill on the experience. Not, I'm not big drug guys, but I bet doing drugs with with the boys is uh, is a fun experience. Hey, so uh, you want to hear something bad? So I thought about it. I prayed on it. Uh, you had mentioned the last podcast that supposedly shrooms brings out your truest self. Yeah, and we joked that. Like what fucking else could what, what do else we have could, to offer could come out of us <laughs> if we did shrooms? What if we did shrooms and our truest self was like, all right, now where, where the Bud Lights at? <laughs> what if our truest self was like the bro that we that we hate? Oh God, like fucking, hey man. Stoned, you want to play some lax? <laughs> yeah, like, I honestly, I would fucking ta- if you took fucking shrooms and start talking like that 
I would tackle you and like pour a pour a bottle of water on your face, just like slapping <laughs> you in the face. Pete, snap out of it! You're on drugs. <laughs> yeah, that would be horrifying. Uh, now I'm now I'm pretty pretty horrified. I'm like the same level of horrified as you were last week talking about the possibility of doing shrooms. Yeah, I just I I would just die. Um, we have uh, uh, we have friends to check in with. Yes, we got well. We got an update yes. on the bad boys of uh, Broadway. Uh, <laughs> We're. I think we forgot that we kind of had a weird relationship with Chris Dimentopoulos. Um It had a rocky start. That it had a rocky start, and then we had him on, and we were like, "This guy is the fucking coolest shit in the world." Um, we obviously love everything that he does. He's one of our our fave actors, and now he's going to be in Waitress on Broadway with Sarah Bareilles. So fucking pumped about that but we'd forgotten that our relationship got off to kind of a rocky start with some twitter confusion um we kind of re-entered that so chris diamantopoulos this week tweeted uh it's happening and he took a picture of rehearsals from waitress so i responded with like yes because you can do that on twitter and chris liked it and then i followed up with also, it would be very appropriate if when you're... A uh, quick side note. So he plays... Uh, Russ the, Hanneman. He, yes. <laughs> no. He plays uh, the Russ doctor <laughs> in Waitress. Waitress, about a girl who's married, um, becomes pregnant, doesn't like her husband, starts fucking her doctor while she's pregnant. So he plays the doctor. So I tweeted, it would be very appropriate if when your character took the stage, someone yelled, this guy cucks. And That's a good line. Right. So he liked it and responded with, it might disrupt the show, but you know. So I responded and said, disrupt the show, go down as one of the great moments in theater history, etc. So it's like, we're being playful. We're joking around. Uh, but then. Then he was like, he like seriously asked us not to do it. He said, please, in the name of all holy things, do not, period. <laughs> Yeah, so he, we've talked about this quite Did a bit Did not on the like podcast. the previous tweet earlier. It was yeah. like a very, like, hey. So we've talked about this. He gave you, this is not hey, funny. that is not funny. Yes. It's like he, a, he gave you one of those. Don't fuck up our play, kid. I was wondering if you had, had recognized that during the exchange. Cause it's like, like, all of a sudden, this took a I, fucking turn. I looked at it, and I was like, this guy is, is serious. He's worried. He's, like, worried that we're going to go to fucking Broadway and be like, Russ, <laughs> do remember the, us? Do the Russ thing. Say, hey, dude, how how do the doors open <laughs> on the cards? Do the Apple thing with the elbow. <laughs> Which honestly, he actually kind of did need to say, "Don't do this, please," because he, that he would probably would have thought about that it. Would, it would be a pretty dope thing to do. So I responded. With fine, although we're for sure going to get there for a show. Chris plus Borellas equals dream come true. And this was all happening rapid fire. Mm -hmm. Like, tweet, like, response. Tweet, you know, we're just, it's what buds do. And he didn't like that. And I was like, I fucking upset this guy. And then a few hours later, maybe he just, maybe he cooled down. Did he like it a few hours later? Yeah, he liked it a few hours later. But for a second, I was like, is fucking Chris... Does Chris actually think that we're a looming threat here? The guy goes to Broadway for for a couple weeks, you and now he's pretentious. For a and week, and yep, uh, we do have to get there though. Um, mm-hmm. So uh, Squarespace, if you want to get us some train tickets, 
Squarespace. That's that, a that's, that's a popular podcast. That's sponsor. a podcasting sponsor. Yeah. I know, but you, we could do like TripAdvisor or something yeah. like that. It would make more sense. But I I'll have take a gr- Squarespace. You know what idea I had? Did I bounce it off your head? Uh, we do a thing called Kayak gives us five hundred dollars. Yeah, and we just do whatever we can. And with they $500. just give us five hundred dollars. So down with that. What if we? What if they gave us five hundred dollars? They're like, all right, you got to spend it on travel, and you got to do some stuff there with the money. What, what if, if we, if just, we like, just went to Lexington? Yeah, like what <laughs> if we like traveled to Rhode Island and then spent like four hundred dollars on Red shit wine. for like a video studio Red or something. Wine. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Kayak. Best <laughs> travel experience. Look at the souvenirs we got. We got a new like camera. <laughs> uh, we also have another friend. Oh, let, well, we should at least acknowledge the fact that um, that Jillian Jacobs and yeah. what's her, Claudia O'Doherty, yeah, basically fucked us in the ass. They went on another podcast. They're, Which, to be fair, no we didn't other ask, important podcasts. Uh, we didn't ask Jacobs to come on, but still. The nerve. The nerve of that, um, that person. The uh, Wyshynski tweeted something about uh, Randy's character in love, saying that he could watch his character all day. Yeah. So I responded, and I said, I could watch uh, the Chris character, the 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 cute guy who's kind of dumb. Yeah. Said I could watch him all day. And th- that guy responded. <laughs> really? Yeah. Did you mention him? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because uh, Wyshynski had mentioned the Randy character. Okay. So I was like, I could. And I looked up the guy. And I was like, I could watch an entire show of the Chris guy. And he responded. He was like, how about we call it Better Call Chris? And I was like, you're just like your character. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, what a dumb, cute thing you just said. That is amazing. Yeah. Uh, I, uh, <laughs> I like when he's in season one when he's saying... Um, when uh, Gus writes the episode of Wichita, he's like, you're going to be a big star. You're going to go to premieres with that hot chick on your arm, and they're going to be like, who who are the clothes? Hot, hot, who's hot? Who's not? And then he said something about like a, a, a walk of fame star. He's like, you're going to get a walk of fame yeah, star. No, yeah, he's like, they give that to famous people. <laughs> yeah, he's like, if you're famous, they'll, put, they'll put a, make you a star. <laughs> That guy is the best. We that need to have him on the we, podcast. You know what? I bet we can have him on. And can we just like lightly hit on him? <laughs> just like, lightly hit on him in like in like a like he's like a third grader way where it's like <laughs> you're so cute. Yeah, just be like you're. You know what? Here's what we're you're doing. You're adorable. Here's what we're doing. Monday's episode. We're gonna watch the uh, the Belko experiment. Yes, the Sergeant Belko experiment. We're gonna watch that and we're gonna review it with that Chris guy. <laughs> That'd be great. All right. You know what? You're, you know what you're, we're not gonna watch what. Uh, Amy Schumer special. <laughs> oh, we both watched ten minutes of it. It's so, so bad. bad. So we got like historically bad reviews. It yeah, was it, said to be the worst p- thing in the people world. People said that it was like worse than a funeral. It's like less. It's fucking less funny than a public beheading. Yeah, it got some awful, awful reviews. Kind of accurate takes. Uh, I watched the first ten minutes of it. Unwatchable. There, there is not a joke in there. It's she doesn't so tell a joke. No, she, there's one joke, and it's vagina. Am I right, guys? So yeah, she like she's like saying these kind of things about what the the how human gross body, her pussy and is. then being like, she's talking about I how right? gross her vagina. She's like, is. sometimes my vagina smells bad, sometimes it smells really bad. Ladies, am I right? And like, girls are like, uh, yeah, it's like, a very uncomfortable. Sure. Laughter. Uh, uh, it's also she, like she opens the show talking about how how uncomfortable she is. Cause she, it's called the leather special yeah. or something like that. 
And like you chose to wear it. She's like, yeah. She's like, oh, I, I can't believe I wore this shit. And it's like, well, it's like, then why would you wear it? Right. <laughs> and it's like, well, you're, you're that the, explains. You're producing this shit. You're. I tr- trust me. I'm more uncomfortable than you are right now because this special sucks ass. Yes. Um, yeah. She just doesn't tell a joke. She doesn't tell a joke. Maybe it gets funnier in the next. It doesn't because it has one star on. I'm sure other people have watched it all the way through and nobody's had a good thing to say about it. So yeah, I turned it off after ten minutes. So much. I was watching this and I'm like, she's not a comedian. And then I was like, maybe because this happens sometimes um, where some people can be the funniest person in your group of friends, but they wouldn't necessarily be a good comedian because it's different types of humor. It's. like we're like we're good being at like seeing the funny, shit and reacting to it. Yeah, you know? being like the funny party guy does not make you a comedian. Yeah, like I'm sure, like I can guarantee you, Mike Birbiglia was not the fucking funniest guy at his high school. You know? Yeah, probably I bet people not. didn't even think he was that funny. But he's good at writing out material. You know? So he's a fucking good comedian. Right. Amy Schumer does that, and I'm like, you know what? I bet she's just like the funny, the funny person in her group of friends. But. Then I'm like, but none of the shit she's even saying is funny, so she might not even be that. I think yeah. she's so fucking overrated. Agreed. Uh, so uh, stay tuned. Monday, uh, if you want to watch the Belgo Experiment, we're going to watch it. It's probably not going to be good. Uh, and we're going to have that Chris guy. So how about that?